Electric Soil Podcast. Imagination is the electric soil of creation. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I have a couple special guests, and they're here from AI Influencer. It's David and Cyrus, and they're here today to talk about entrepreneurial spirit and the concept of financial freedom. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing this morning? Thank you. Very well. Great, Matt. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, so you guys reached out to me on, on LinkedIn, and I was very intrigued, kind of what, what you guys have going on here. Very, uh, very interesting stuff. You know, with what's going on in the world today. We were talking a little bit about it in the pre-interview here. Just like there's this thing called like you know, the great resignation right now. There's a lot of folks that are getting tired with their, you know, with their day job and the commute. And, you know, COVID really expediated a lot of this, uh, these circumstances for people and their, their situations. So we're seeing now more than ever, more and more entrepreneurs and, and content creators and people that are kind of betting on themselves and believing in themselves. But, um, you know, to your point, uh, David, we were kind of sort of talking about, there's a lot of these folks that just don't really know what to do with those energies. And as far as like, you know, with networking and, and uh, you know, enabling their cash flow and driving revenue, connecting with the right people. And that's where you guys come in, right? Let's, uh, what is a AI influencer all about? And how can you help with this entrepreneurial spirit that is really uh, taking the world by storm right now? Great. Thank, thanks, Matt. Great introduction. And you hit on a few really important points. Yeah, so so Cyrus and I, we, we met back in 2017, and and we were building um, some of these tools for for marketers, for Instagram marketers, and over over a two or three year span, we had a, quite a successful business and agency, and we we saw this huge influx of entrepreneurs sort of jumping into the market. A lot of them focused on e-commerce, and and uh, on one side, and then a lot of what we call creators, creators or influencers, or people who who are great at something, whether it's sort of creating YouTube videos or, or, uh, or creating, um, you know, information about a specific niche and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, it was just exploding on both sides. And, and as we kept on sort of understanding people, serving them, talking to customers, we saw this great opportunity in building um, AI Influencer, which is essentially a free to use, and it's the first 100% free to use DIY marketplace for influencer marketing. What does that mean? That basically means that we bring together uh, a, a, an amazing set of tools, and a lot of them are AI powered. A lot of a lot of um, tools to make life easy to sort of make make it easy for people to go through the process of running these uh, influencer based campaigns. And uh, what I mean by marketplace is that we bring all these these influencers into the marketplace so that brands can connect with them and do all that work. Now, now, at the core of our business really is this idea of making it very, very fast and easy, making it safe and making it free. So there are a lot of small businesses out there that that want to do influencer marketing. But if you're a small business, and and, and Matt, I think you are, right? And, Correct. And Cyrus and I, too. We don't have a lot of time. Okay, We don't have time for anything, really. I mean, you, you, we think we do, but I see my, my to-do list every day gets bigger throughout the day and it never gets smaller. And uh, Cyrus and I were just talking about this, just, you know, hiring people, talking to vendors, speaking with staff, make, you know, speaking with customers is what we should be doing. So most entrepreneurs and small businesses just don't have the time in the day to make this happen because influencer marketing is a multi-part process that takes a lot of time to get through. Whether you're looking for influencers and you need to reach out to them and then do a deal with them, pay them, work through the creatives, approve them, measure them. So we, the first thing is, you know, they don't have time. And, and secondly, they don't really know how it works. Like, you know, is an influencer, is, you know, 50,000 influencers good? Do, you know, are their followers free? How much should I pay them? You know, if I do pay them, are they going to run away with my money? Right. So there's a trust issue. 
Um, and then of course, there's nowhere really to go to do it. If you, if you want to do it, you're going to, you're going to get probably brought into some agency that that's going to charge you an arm and a leg to, to get it done, or you got to pay for a platform. So we're, we're all about making it really, really fast and easy. We're about making it safe. You know, one of the things that we do is provide an escrow system and you pay, we actually hold it for you until we, and we use our technology to validate that it's been delivered for you. It's been published for you. And of course, making it free means anyone can just go and do it. Similar to something like Upwork, if you ever use that, or Fiverr. These are great tools that you can just use for free and connect to this marketplace of, of resources out there to do the work for you. So, I mean, you know, that's what we've built. And we launched it in August, and it's going really, really well. We have secured our, our pre-seed or fund, our seed funding in, in, um, in late November. And Cyrus and I are kind of going at it, living the dream right now, you know, bringing on new customers and new influencers every day. We've got about 200,000 um, people um, uh, indexed in our database, and about 30,000 of those have signed up and opted in as influencers. And just kind of nearing in on about 1,000 brands who have tried us out so far. Um, that's what I've got to say on, on the product side. And, and I don't want to just hog all the airspace here. If, you know, Cyrus, you want to jump in on why we're doing it from an entrepreneurial and financial freedom perspective and then jump in. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, if I want to add, like David pretty much explained the, the entire, the mission and uh, what the influence is doing. But uh, if I want to go a little bit uh, uh, deeper, Basically, we have we saw like a very huge part of uh, influencer market, and as well as like e-commerce and small business market that are underserved. If you look at the market, uh, influencer marketing is kind of uh, tailing after word of mouth marketing, and now it's like been, since the emergence of social media, it has taken a different shape, and now a lot of businesses are on these social platforms to basically outsource their growth to these influencers. Uh, 79% of the market is being fragmented, like market is fragmented, but 79% is focused on Instagram. And if you look at Instagram influencers and if you look at mega, macro, micro, uh, and nano, mainly people are, when we say influencer marketing, people are focused on Kim Kardashian type of profiles. People with 10, 20 million followers. and most businesses with deep pockets, they go and, and you know work with those people, sponsor them with, and they, they make really decent uh, living off of Instagram and their audience. So what we realize is that there is a huge gap in the market and 97% of these people who are considered either uh, nano or micro influencers are underserved and they can't even uh, make a good living, whereas their audience is an engagement is more efficient than the macro dollar for dollar. They are more efficient. If you have a business really and, and you want to spend $10,000 working with someone with 15 million followers, uh, rather than that, if you split that over multiple micro influencers uh, with the audience who are more engaged with them, the more believe in them. Uh, your money will make more ROI return on the investment. And then we'll realize, okay, but then there's going to be a scale issue here. There's a lot of, you know, like negotiations, issue, like, you know, logistics that you have to deal with if you want to work with 500 micro-influencers. This is where the influencer is aiming to, to solve, like, you know, make it easy 
and possible and automate it as much as possible that you could actually put in um, $5,000 uh, and say, I want to work with 200 influencers talking about my ebook or book coming out in March 1st. And they all go out and like talk about your launch of the launch of your book or podcast or whatever it is, or your next line of uh, cosmetics. So we're serving the underserved, which is pretty much over 95% of the market on the influencer side. And on the other side, we're helping those smaller entrepreneurs, new emerging entrepreneurs that they don't have those deep pockets to actually uh, smoke test their ideas with these micro-influencers and go to market. And as they grow, obviously their, their expectations with the influencers will grow and they will grow with the influencers together. So uh, in a nutshell, we are serving the underserved. If you are a micro-influencer, a micro-influencer, now you could make money by being a part of our marketplace, being having a profile there and staying active there. If you are a, a new e-commerce platform, you could now go there and work with multiple micro-influencers without you know, breaking your bank. Wow. That's what a fantastic idea, guys. Like, I mean, I, I got a little bit of a taste of it from like some of the messages you're sending to me, but I just love this idea. Like the, uh, the idea that it's, a, it's like you, Cyrus, you'd mentioned, it's essentially like uh, a digital version of word of mouth. And you're helping, like you say, you're, you're really capitalizing on people that have a smaller following, but that following they have is very engaged and very trusting, right? So as opposed yeah. to going for the big fish, like the Kim Kardashians, as far as influencers, which for me, when I think the word influencer, that's where my head goes is these kind of blown up like celebrities almost, right? So yeah. the fact that you can guys can sort of redefine what uh, what an influencer is and does is uh, what, yeah, what a very progressive idea. So you guys started a few years back. You've really got some traction now. Um, what does it look like when you're talking about automation though, specifically, like obviously with automation, I think automation takes a little bit of obviously like the short term, you got to put some effort in and kind of learn the systems and all that. When you have the point where it, it is refined and, and you feel confident with it, how how often does uh you know somebody have to spend time on you know keeping yeah. up with, keeping up with this on a weekly basis? Is it a few hours? Is it like twenty hours a week? Is it less? Depending on you know the person's nuances of their business, of course. Uh, can I take that? Sure. Okay. So when it comes to influencer marketing, uh, basically there are a few things which are important to your business. Okay, the person that I'm talking to, uh, how much is worth to pay, to be paid? Uh, um, if the audience are actually relevant to my business, if the audience is engaged, if uh, the audience is in the geo or, or the niche that, as I said, like relevant to my business. And also, uh, so connecting and discovering them <clears throat> and figuring out how much to be paid needs a lot of uh, algorithms that you probably need like, to think about it, go through the profiles on your own, guesstimating the things. And also within a marketplace, uh, you always have the transparency and history of that person uh, in terms of efficiency or ROI or the way he, the person has worked with other brands. So mm -hmm. this is where one part that our, our platform automates so you don't have to spend too much time discovering and, and making sure it's the right this is the right influencer to work with. On the other side, we are trying to put as much as possible automation in terms of negotiations, making it easy on that side so that you could quickly move the deal forward, work with that influencer, and then post another 
phase of influencer marketing is post payment. So what's going to happen now when the post goes live? Un- is it going to be live on time? Is it going to stay on the Instagram feed for 24 hours? Is it going to stay the, the, my website's URL is going to be there or not? These are all also needs your attention as a business to do it manually today. If you do it on your own, we whereas the platform will automate that and will feed, like track that and report it back to you as, as, a, as a business. And then Another part is like uh, payments. Now a huge part of your time will go to, okay, who should I pay today? Oh, what is their PayPal, Pioneer, you know, bank account? How do I try? So this is automated as well. Like, you know, so if you look at the whole journey, there are parts and pieces that they, today you have to spend so much time to accomplish the entire campaign. And then when you look at the influencer, you just come in, you create your app, you discover influencers or our platform discovers them for you, matches with you, you go back and forth uh, with a little chat, approve it, and you sit back and you wait for influencers to, to do their campaigns. If I, can, if I can add in here, I think I'll, I'll give you a couple of analogies that could kind of help help the the time, time the sort of raw time question portion that you asked there. You know, one is kind of like in, uh, so, so essentially you, you can start up an account and add and, and get up and running with influencers within, three minutes. Wow. Yeah, you can get really started very quickly. But the first analogy I'll use is online dating. And I spent quite a bit of time there. And back then <laughs> it only, it was only in 20% of the market that knew about online dating. Now I think it's somewhere around 40%, 50%. So everyone knows about online dating. I'm not sure about you, Matt, maybe you, you, you met your partners prior to that or, or Cyrus may, but everyone has some experience. And what do you, in online dating, what do you do? You spend a bit of time on your profile at first, like you, you want to be thoughtful. You want to add the right description in a nice image, mm. right? You, know, you, you want to attract people. You want to have the right information about who you're trying to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in our, what we call our ad creation process. That that process is really key. And that could take you a few minutes, four or five minutes. And Cyrus and I are in the process now of creating these educational videos just to show you some examples. We have templates to say, you know, maybe you should use, if you're this kind of business, this is a template you could draw off of and write it. Once you actually create that profile, the system starts to do stuff on its own. So you create that profile and you do some basic inviting of people, like an online dating program, you try and connect with some people. But if you've used online dating, you know you're going to get an email a few days saying, hey, this person may be interested in you. And this person may be interested in you. So that's how that process works. Now you've got a a lead. You go into a little chat environment where you could use some of those tools that, that automate some of the things you would do. Like, how do I figure out the price? Hmm. Or, you know, how, how do I manage the payment? He's like, I got to go set up, uh, go to an account. There's, there's these tools that make things simpler, but ultimately it's a deal by deal basis. And you go through the process of completing that. Hmm. The same way you would in dating. I wouldn't call it a deal. Dating isn't deal based, but ultimately it's kind of like a negotiation, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Now, the other analogy is Airbnb. And, and, and a huge amount of people have, have used Airbnb. And at the end of the day, inside that negotiation, now you've got, on the influencer, you got your property, which is your Instagram page, and you've got a brand you're working with. You're going to place them for that day on your property. So you're now you're getting this discovery. So someone's interested in now you're in that process. And we are working on creating these like this. It's, it's all about discovery. You're on the platform. You're not really thinking about it that much, but you get an email saying, hey, maybe you want to work with one or two or these three people this this week. Reach out to them. So we, you know, it. You, you know, you set it up up front and then it's our job really to sort of provide this discovery. So over time, you're finding out and learning it more and more and more. It's always on, right? Oh. Back to this point about sort of trust, like 
word of mouth marketing, you speak to any business and they'll tell you most of their business comes from referrals. Mm-hmm. But most of them, okay, any For business, sure. by the way, okay, you're a plumber, you're a retailer. Everyone's like, it's a referral, referral. On Instagram, it works the same way. It's just that it's this micro-influencer, right? By the way, just to give you numbers, right? Say 10 to 100,000 followers. That style council person in her small group of people or a guy within a small group of people around his fitness workouts and how he loses weight, they're really trusted by those people. So when they when they give when when they give you recommendation, they're essentially giving you trust. The trust that they're giving that they have with their audience, they're transplanting that trust onto the brand. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I like those analogies. I think that ultimately it's our job to make it simpler and simpler and simpler over time. We see people who come in, they get it right away. They know what they're doing and they're running within the first 10 minutes and they literally get offers within those first 10 minutes. Yeah. So, wow. And one, one thing I would recommend if you're visiting and listening to this is that just head over and create your ad as David explained. It doesn't take that much of time. And even if today you don't want to work with influencers, over time, you, it's a marketplace. People who are interested in your brand, they're interested in your products and your mission, they will start making offers to you, influencers, I mean. And you decide at any point if you want to spend some budgets working with them or not. But it's an open-ended uh, marketplace and like an ad that constantly you're getting interests, like a proposals from these influencers to work with you. And it's up to you if you want to pick up at any point, one of these guys, or even later, when you have a bigger budget, we raise some fundings and you want to work with them now. But it's just you building that profile of influencers uh, and that you can always go back to and work with them. Cyrus, you just mentioned you, the, the magic word there for me, budget. You said budget. What, what, obviously, a free to join this community, which is great. What do you guys recommend? Like, obviously, again, com- completely dependent on the nuances of their business and, and their own personal budgeting and such. But what is sort of like a comfortable or what would you guys view as sort of like an average starter budget for somebody to go in there? Because right away, I'm thinking, you know, Facebook ads, Google ads. It's like, you know, the, they always throw around the, the dollar a day thing to kind of get started, you know, experiment, kind of see where your ads are going to land, kind of, you know, test the waters that way. What do you guys look like or recommend for like a, a starter's budget? And, and you're, when you're seeing somebody scale, second part of the question, when you start seeing them scale, what are some of these other folks using that are just really seeing that big return investment, that sweet spot? What, what, what I, uh, what, basically, when it comes to that, I want to explain one little extra direction that our platform can help businesses with and then tap into that uh, question. Basically, content creation is a, is a big problem for almost 100% of businesses. If you want to run any marketing campus, if you want even to have certain content for your landing pages, websites, you need to go to places and spend so much money to create those content. But also those people who create those content for you, they're not kind of in your niche or they're not influencers, sexy influencer type of uh, uh, profiles. So influencer can help you with the smallest budget, like $5, $10 to begin with, to go work with one of these micro creators, I would call, or influencers, and let them to create the next perfect video for you. Wow. Which is going to be published, let's say, in the real. So literally, like today, we created content for ourselves for $5, $10 with offshore influencers who are not that expensive with the micro-influencers. 
and, and we're using those content in our social media, in, in, in our um, in our marketing campaigns. And the, we never could have done it by ourselves, this type of like shows wow. that they create. We never thought about even the angle that they, they were going to create some sort of videos for influencer app. So you could start with five, ten dollars to have you know a perfect content for your next email marketing campaign and uh, working with one of these micro influencers <laughs> in India or somewhere else, not necessarily, but even micro influencers maybe in North America with the smaller expectations. So that's the whole thing. Like, you know, not only you get promoted, but also you get the content that you, you, you like and you could use. And this is where you could get started. But when you have, let's say, proper budget and you want to scale your efforts, I would personally, I would go to five to ten thousand dollars a month and, and test it with multiple and depends on the campaign that I want to go on. If I want to push a new feature out to the market, I will go and work with hundreds of influencers at the same time to work together to, to push this message out and, and this video or uh, out to the market on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the market says, what's happening? What is this? Like, you know, what's going on? And everybody gets uh, the attention that we need. We get the attention that we need from everybody on Instagram. And so I would say the sky is the limit when uh, when it comes to marketing and uh, pushing things out because influence allows you to scale your campaign with hundreds, if not thousands of influencers at the same time. Different sizes. David, anything to throw on there? Or I got another question. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, listen, as as, a, as an old school, uh, you know, digital marketer, media buyer, like, you know, with Google AdWords, you're sort of a great example that you brought up. Uh, yeah, dollar day is probably a little bit, a little, you know, when you talk about CPCs of a buck, you know, you don't get much data, right? So, so you know, I'd probably say you always got to go at, say, $5 a day at least or $10 as a test budget. I would say, and I always like to look at this as a progression, right? People tend to think of it as progression. So you start at, for us, say, around $500 would be a good number, right? You spend $500, we can we can distribute that among, say, five or 10 micro-influencers and get a flavor for the system and how it works. Make And, and it's about you getting in the game, right? You know, a few of your little creatives understand how your links work, how our system works. And then it's always on and you can always use it. It's Valentine's Day coming up. You know, uh, I want to start turning this on, right? It's Christmas coming up, whatever it is. It's springtime for my my new fall line fashion. So, so essentially, you kind of turn it up and down as you need it. Whether you need content at a given time, very very big use case for us because you, you want authentic content. What you want is like real people doing stuff. Right. That converts better than your model, right? It's like an unrealistic person, it's like airbrushed with wind flowing through her hair, or you see a real person. And there's a one one retailer recently came to us, pretty big retailer in in LA, and she's like, I need real people. I want black, white, I want, I want, you know, Asian, I want curvy, I want, you know, older, older folks, I want them to look real, right? Go, go to the park and sit down with a friend with my, this, with this jersey on and, and take a picture. That's great, right? So people want that, those graphics. Uh, but ultimately, it's about promotion is our is our core business case here is about traffic and, and sales. So most people want and um, yeah, I'd say five hundred dollars. So see it working, and once you have that 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 confidence, and you get that moment where like, wow, this is kind of cool, um, you scale it up, right? If it works, you should scale it. But you know, it's always on. Uh, you start with five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars is is that good number? Which is similar to you know, um, if, if you're going, you know, if you're going five dollars a day, you know, even if it's two fifty or three hundred dollars, right? It's, it's it's not a bad place to start. Mm. Uh, 
So, mm-hmm. so there's lots of opportunities on the platform for either content or promotion with as little as three to $500. Brilliant. I want to go back, David, you, you mentioned it kind of in the, uh, the opening part of the interview here. It's like for, for, uh, entrepreneurs, one of the main hangups is just the, the seeming lack of time. Then all of a sudden, instead of focusing on uh, creating clients, you're focusing on content creation, but to your guys' point here, this is taking that away from you. Essentially you're, you are outsourcing content creation and it's this lively, exciting, other way to get take that out of your hands, you've essentially delegated it, and then that gives you back your time, which at this point, let's face right. it, that's the most valuable thing as an entrepreneur is how you're using your time, the time itself. So super cool there. I also wanted to touch on, Cyrus had mentioned something that I, I'm just thinking here, the gears are going. You're talking about, this is influencers around, influencers around the world. So if you wanna scale your business to worldwide, but having said that, is there a, a certain way to kind of, um, you know, if you wanted to start out, smaller if you want to start like more regional like i'm canadian so if i wanted to just start out with canadian clients is that something that's recommended or uh or even possible or is it right off the bat boom let's do this let's go like global like because you know the sky's the limit it's digital you can you can go global right off the bat what is your guys's recommendation for that or is that sort of a personal taste thing no, no, it's it's actually quite important. It's an important point. I mean, you know, here's the logistics of a business. We're focused mainly on e-commerce type vendors because that's where the big growth is. Everyone's mm. been starting these sites. When when you're in e-commerce, you have uh, physical limitations. You got logistics to deal with, right? You may not be able to ship if you're Cana- if you're in Canada. Shipping to the states has some challenges. Yep. Americans, you know this. If you're an American shipping to Canada, we've got this lovely customs and duty tax that have come in that people don't know about right so you can or you order this you order this great cool new pair of shades and it's like oh it's only 80 bucks and then you get this bill for 62 dollars from the from the border agency so so there are a lot of logistics in terms of delivery right so you know people don't deliver to europe necessarily so on the e-commerce front so physical goods you you want to focus and and i always say it's like you should definitely focus right where are your big markets know know who, where your markets are where you have a little bit of brand equity start there Right. You can find influencers at a city level. You can find them at a country level. Um, if you're, you know, if you're in, in, in an e-product, right, like your product, for example, Matt, where you want to get people to subscribe to your to your podcast, you can really talk to anyone globally. But you may want to focus on English language people, mm-hmm. right, because it may not resonate as much in Italy or in or in Zimbabwe. So, so, so the reality is you want to do some targeting mm. you want to do some target. and that's really what's key is that, you know, part of our platform, again, we mentioned all those tools are end-to-end tools are free to use is our influencer discovery, right? We have pretty amazing uh, tools to search by keyword, to search by location, to search by size, language, the, the gender of the actual influencer audience. Um, and, you know, and, and hashtags is one of the key elements on social mm. to help you directionalize people's interests and their language and so on. And, and of course, we use some of our AI and our tools to analyze their audience. Like, you know, Instagram's interesting. They don't really give you that information. They, you just know what country they're in and, and you see their posts and a little information in their bio. So how do you really determine um, what that audience is? Like, how, how do you really know where, where their audience is from or what language your audience speaks. And in, in that regard, we use technology to, to, to deal with that. Cyrus, anything else to add in there? In a nutshell, what David says, like we make the life easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's not a good look, location wise. Let's say you're in Edmonton or you're in Toronto. You want to focus on Toronto uh, influences with the audience in Toronto we do it for you. Like, you know, you, you have a, a possibility to, to search through that. 
not necessarily 100% uh, precise today, but it, it, as we go, it's getting more precise and better. But um, yeah, like, you know, you have all the tools without uh, breaking your bank. <laughs> A lot of tools out there, you have to spend so much money to get these type of information and being able to sift through influencers with those filters and understanding them. Mm -hmm. Ours is totally free, 100% free. Brands pay nothing uh, even to influence it throughout their journey. Brilliant. What kind of metrics get measured? I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, obviously a, an analytical guy as far as like just seeing where what, what's coming in, the information, analyze the information, pivoting, depending on, on you know, the information that has been provided, how I interpret it and such. What kind of metrics uh, do you guys get back and say at the end of the month and you want to look at your some spreadsheets? Uh, that gets a lot of people excited. A lot of people kind of cringe at that, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's how you're going to grow your business. What kind of reports and, and different spreadsheets and that kind of stuff, the nerdy stuff can you get, you know, say at the end of the month or the end of a quarter uh, with, uh, with the AI influencer? As a, as a brand, like the, the, not, not us from our business, because we're, we're like data kooks. We've got like so many different metrics. <laughs> I'll bet. But for, for a brand, as you're going in, I mean, and, and you know, there's, there's overload and folks don't really get it quite as much. If you talk to an entrepreneur, most of the things they'll say is, how many sales did I make? Right. Yeah. Um, ultimately, in social, the key indicators are, are are growth of your social channel and engagement. So, so people are engaging with that post. They're getting visual impressions and learning about your brand. And that's mm. that buzz thing, right? Mm. So you do get that. You do get information at a post level. Everything that we met, the analytics that we provide is at a campaign level. So for a post, so you work with uh, Cyrus, who's an, you know, an influencer. Um, uh, you'll see your campaign and you'll see how many, you know, how long it stayed up, uh, the duration, and you, you get to see visually the arc of people, how engaged they were over a period of time, right? And, cool. and in social, for the most part, you get most of that engagement within this first 24 hours. Um, but you do get also follow-up engagement. It's important to understand that. Uh, you get information about comments and, and likes. Um, and one key thing that we're different about, and we're because we're kind of our performance marketing is our is our is in our DNA, is that we've really really focused on a link structure so people can get people to click and 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 link from that social post to that person's website and complete a sale or a sign up or whatever it may be. Mm. So just to give you background on that, in Instagram, for example, when you make a post on your feed, there's no link there. If you notice when you click on it. It just likes it. Inside the caption, you're not allowed to put a URL. It's 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 what Instagram has built. My Facebook or Meta, sorry, has built it that way. Sorry, it was Instagram originally, right? Uh, and then Facebook kind of uh, purchased it. So so how do you get people to go from that post, which talks about your new fitness machine or sunglasses, to my website? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. You do that in, by inserting the, the the link to the offer inside that person's bio. In that little profile area, there's a little oh, URL space. Yes. That's the only place you could really link from. Now, certain influencers have a bigger size. They can make something, you do a swipe up on stories. There are certain tactics, mm -hmm. but ultimately you need to get that bio placed either inside in that URL or what some, some influencers use is a little page where they can put your promo there. It's a jump page, um, that uh, social jump page. Now, our technology is smart enough because we manage the whole process end to end for the influencer. So we actually manage the scheduling as well. We, we have a scheduler, it's part of our platform for the influencer. So it'll take it and actually schedule it for them and it'll automatically insert that link where it needs to go. Wow. And take it down. Wow. Okay. So now, and it also take it down when the, when the campaign's done. So it's smart enough to do wow. that. So now 
it's, it, you know, for the, now you're getting web traffic data. Now you're getting clicks from a referrer. You, you know, someone's coming in, you're seeing that all these clicks came, which is something that most of these other platforms just don't provide. So now you're getting performance data. And the smartest way to do it for a brand is to provide what's called a tracking link. And I guess, Matt, you're pretty good with the tech. You understand what a tracking link is. Mm. That, could, that could give us information in your shopping, in your e-commerce system or in Google Analytics. It can show us the traffic you got from that specific campaign. And, you know, we're working on integration with Google Analytics over the next months where we can even make that easier with, with Shopify and, and Google Analytics where we can make it even easier to see that. So that's the data you get. Wow. Uh, that's great. That's great. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, like you, we touched on a little bit earlier. Let's unpack it, though. We were talking about like safety, like the safety and the truth. Like I've, I'm familiar with Fiverr. I've been on there a fair bit. Uh, I've definitely found, call me cynical, but I found that there are some misrepresentation of profiles up there. I get the impression there's some fake reviews getting posted. I haven't been overly happy with some of the uh, the work that I've gotten done and the accountability and just... You know, so I, I, I went in there with a fairly naive and just kind of, oh, wow, this is quite the sight. And it ended up uh, kind of biting me a few times. So I've, I've learned to be a little bit more cautious with it. So I do want to talk about it in this, uh, in this sense. Uh, what can you guys talk about as far as like the safety and the trust aspect of, uh, you know, the influencers you're dealing with and the fact that your money will be going and getting well spent. It's not going to be uh, involved with like, you know, potential bots, you know, like this kind of stuff, fake metrics, essentially. Uh, what can you say it's about that? It's that's a great yeah. answer, sir. Yeah, so basically one of the metrics that we are looking at and, and, and use that for matching our AI algorithm is authenticity. Mm. And, and it's just like, you know, being 10 years of tracking these influencers or whatever their age is uh, on, on that social platform, which is Instagram for us only, uh, and understanding, you know, anomalies and what percentage of their audience are fake or bot or bot. Um, so that's authenticity. The second is that we track the entire campaign between you as a brand and the influencer if when you make any deals. Let's say you end up with a wrong influencer and he's a scam, right? It's just hypothetically assume that. Uh, so what happens? You, you pay him $100. And the money is escrowed in our system. Mm, right. Okay. You never see it unless the campaign is achieved. You have no disputes. Five days passed, and then it gets released. And also, we monitor all these campaigns on a daily basis. That everything been achieved in terms of agreements between you, date, URL that David referred to, the post, caption, everything based on the agreement between both parties been achieved like in a met and then say, okay, this campaign is approved and you have no disputes or like a legitimate reason that to say this influencer um, broke the, violated the terms. And then this is where we are. And also reviews only, and we'll be working on it, that on, like Airbnb, only both sides can leave review if the deal been closed mm. and, and met and payment has been paid out and there's no disputes. Then, you only see the other person's review when the other person also leaves the review. So it's a hidden review until both parties leave reviews. So even if somebody wants to fake up reviews on Fiverr, you could do that. You could just, just go and uh, leave review, but you have to have a deal with that person. You have to go through a transaction. 
and work together and the, the campaign being approved. So we make it very tight to not, not let that happen. So very much uh, focused on authenticity and yeah. it's, it's there's, yeah, transparency, safety. Okay, that's great. I wanted to, to get that out there. Obviously, I'm sure that's a big part of you guys' business because there is so much uh, that kind of... And, and, and the, other thing, the other thing I would uh, bring it up here is the pricing because also one thing that uh, is a bad experience with working like on the social level with working with influencers, if you talk to anybody who has worked with, um extremely like with the influencers is that i got ripped off many times but like paying too much mm. this is, our, our system is like okay here look at the deals and our algorithm changes the pricing based on the perception of influencers every time they make an offer if let's say even we were in overpricing them our algorithm when they say uh, my price is this we adjust it to that when the deal is closed and the performance is observed again it feeds back to our ai algorithm and adjust the price so eventually each influencer you have the track record of their past deals with other brands transparently you could see okay this brand paid this influencer hundred dollars why should i pay 150 dollars Ah, right? yes. So, yes. And also our algorithm recommends the prices more realistic as you go. So your money is safer there as well. Fantastic. It completely answers the question. What do you guys view as like the future of AI influencer? This seems like sky's the limit. Like you guys are just getting started here, just getting warmed up. I'm assuming just uh, even from the conversation with the both of you, you probably have a 10-year plan. I'm sure you can't necessarily, you know, spill the beans on too much of it in case there's some imitators out there. But where do you guys kind of see yourself rough picture in like 10 years with this? Uh, it's a long time away. 10 years is a long time. Maybe we'll talk about three to five years. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, as a business, you, you have your roadmap and, and we look at it, say, two to three years out. We have lots to work on in terms of platforms, for example, right? I mean, you know, we're really focused, hyper-focused on Instagram right now. You know, you can't ignore TikTok. You got to look at that all the platforms where people need our core vision which is that financial freedom and growth right and trust built through these these influencers so youtube right and, and um um uh, pinterest but you know TikTok is a big one uh as well um be, beyond that obviously and then you have you know global you know global domination right getting everybody on this platform yeah so we, we really have a lot to do there another big really really important piece for us is really being tightly integrated with the with all of those great platforms that provide e-commerce so shopify magento woocommerce um actually lightspeed there's, there's a few great canadians that are in this space by the way and you know, you're being canadian you'd be proud as are we we're in toronto here um so you know building all those apps that's that's in the shorter term uh you know th there's this idea obviously of, of 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 matching up what's going on in that space with with the with the with the blockchain and blockchain universe and and being able to support payments and being and and, and you know sort of governance through through blockchain in some regard mm -hmm. and a big area that we can't ignore at this stage and we, we're really starting to look at is sort of the whole meta metaverse side of the world right so what we're starting to see is people are developing their own avatars and their own virtual spaces so we have to we have to be really tracking there's a there's a, there's a reality here where you put on your your glasses and you're connected to one of your influencers and you're you're meeting with them and they're telling you how to how to how to use this makeup right for l'oreal or whoever it may be um or, or you're involved in that environment so like what, what i'm seeing is you know a, a guy who's been involved in tech now say for over 30 years and started software dos and all my way through to, to today 
it really is moving very rapidly, especially especially this virtual and augmented reality space is moving very rapidly. We can't we can't ignore how fast it's probably going to come at us. Mm, right? Sure. So I see that being 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 great. Obviously, Cyrus and I we have a vision to continue building on this broader vision around freedom and, and entrepreneurialism in, in other ventures. Uh, if, if, if a bunch of years down the road, we go public or uh, we sell this business to a, a, someone that we really feel comfortable with on, on a lot of basis obviously financial, but also it's the right place for our baby to go and grow up to be massive. And, you know, someone like Adobe or even Shopify, um, we see ourselves, you know, helping entrepreneurs, whether that's, um, you know, I, I, I'll speak for myself, um, be involved on this level where we can invest and put our time into growing other things that that are focused on on um, you know I- interesting innovation and entrepreneurialism, right? That that's sort of where I see it. Uh, sorry, I can speak to your to your personal. Yeah. yeah. So David, pretty much you included everything we on a daily basis discuss. So one more thing, uh, again, I go back to that content uh, part. So what we are seeing also tightly is relevant to working with influencers is creating content and content that also is has a real voice on it, and it has a real face on it. And this may end up into a competition to Fiverr for creating content and like, you know, we're thinking, contemplating on that down the road, maybe you see influencers and their profiles that they can, you can order the content to be created. And it depends on like, if you, if it's you, Matt, like, you know, maybe we get some voice content created. Maybe mm-hmm. if someone uh, gorgeous, like a beautiful uh, or athletic person is there, maybe something related to the fitness video, like a fitness product on a video can be created. So you could order actually a content that has a real person and you don't need to uh, have a have an animation created on it. That's that's could that could end up as a part of our, our marketplace. But as David said, like you know, we are literally like building a workflow platform marketplace that uh, is agnostic to what social platform is sitting on, like in the metaverse or TikTok, maybe down the road, even YouTube. Well, we're trying to be focused right now on Instagram and 10 years is a long way to go. Maybe we include all the socials in the future as well. <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely awesome. building a big company, a household brand. We want to be at the first household influencer marketing marketplace, which is DIY and free. Love it. Let's, uh, let's end with that. But before we do, where can we find all you guys online here? And, uh, and I have one actual one final question after that. But where can we guys find you guys online? So basically, a influencer.com, a i a i n f l u e n c e r.com. Brilliant. I'll put that in the show notes. Thanks for your time today, guys. I will be, as soon as I have, I've got one call coming up after this. I am immediately signing up for this. I'm super excited. I will be sharing this with everybody that I'm in uh, communities with as well, because everybody that I know that I'm currently uh, doing some certifications with and such, I'm in a business mentoring program as well. I'm going to be sharing this exact podcast with all of them, because I think it's going to be very interesting to them all. Can I add one more thing? The influencer, if you are an influencer creator, you actually access our app through, through our app. So you go to the app store of choice and do that same search Thanks, and David. download the app. Thank and you also one more thing, you're a brand and you're listening to this podcast. If you run your first campaign, like by the end of, uh, give it a date, maybe May 2022, you will get 
$100 credit from us oh. if you email us and you spend $500 on the platform working with influencers. So you get $100 credit from us as well. Just email us and let us know that you, you heard about us through this podcast. We credit your account. Cyrus, can you uh, just message me about that on LinkedIn as well? And just, I can I attach that in the show notes, just basically how you verbalized it just in, in, uh, in text form. I'll throw it in. Thank you very much. Very generous. And thanks for your time, guys. Uh, what a, uh, I'm glad. Yeah. It's so many questions and so many answers from you guys. So, uh, great stuff. I'd love to see where we go with this and I am definitely signing up. I promise you that much. Thanks for your time today, guys. Thank you. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks a lot, man. Good luck. Best thanks. of luck. Okay. Everybody. Best of luck to you guys too. Bye now. Bye-bye.